Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 261. It doesn't matter where you work, what you do, or who you do it for. Productivity is a tug of war, and staying focused seems like a finicky art that we're all still trying to master. You know what you have to finish in a day to reach those goals, so why the heck is it so hard to get it done? My guess, because it comes from experience, is that you need a makeover. And I'm not talking about your hair or your clothing or anything like that, because you look great. But I mean your routine. If your productivity is lacking, you need to make over and rework your current workflow habits to find a new groove to do your best work. In this episode, I'm breaking down my work smarter, not harder tips that keep me focused and productive during the long days growing my business. Let's get productive up in here. Are you ready? You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru, Jenna Kutcher, will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Thanks to Buffy for supporting Gold Digger. The Buffy Comforter is easily the softest, fluffiest, and comfiest comforter I've ever slept with. For $20 off your Buffy Comforter, visit Buffy.co and enter the promo code Gold Digger. Did you know that I have created beautiful templates, resources, and presets that you can own? Shop Jenna Kutcher is filled with all kinds of tools to make running your business even easier. Head to shopjennacutcher.com and use the code GOLDDIGGER to save 20% off your first digital purchase. That's shopjennacutcher.com. This isn't the first time you've heard about this topic on the podcast, but we're going to kick off today's episode with this, your big three. Now, if you start to feel your productivity lacking, look at how you're scheduling your day. Your workday needs structure and organization, whether you're working in an office or working from home. You might be inclined to time block your hours, setting aside two hours for a creative task, followed up by an hour for email inbox maintenance. 
Time blocking can be a great strategy, but before you start assigning hours in a time-based structure, I want to go back a little to identify what your big three is. The big three is a concept my entire team uses to ensure our best flow state hours are filled with the biggest needle movers for the company. Before we do anything else, our big three is our priority. Now, your big three are the tasks that when you cross them off your list will have a direct impact on your profits and your overall growth. For example, today, as I record this, my big three are coaching inside of my private Facebook group for the course that I'm mentoring people through, recording four podcast episodes, and working on an online for a podcast course. Those three things are the priorities, and I started with my Facebook group, so that's done. Now I'm recording, so check, and after this, I'm diving deep into our new course. Get excited. Now, for the podcast, for example, Kylie's big three often include drafting show outlines for upcoming recording sessions, helping create content for the show is a big part of her job, and it takes the most creative brain space to do it well. So Kylie uses her most productive flow state hours in the morning to research and write the content that ultimately ends up in the show. Another common task on Kylie's big three is following up with guests whose interviews are going live in the next week to ensure they have everything they need to promote the episode on their own social feeds. Now, this is so important for the show because bringing in a new audience is one of the key ways that we've made the show grow and climbed to that top five spot on the iTunes business charts. When Kylie works with the guests to make sure that they're promoting the episode, we can see the direct result in the downloads. Now, other things that often make an appearance in Kylie's big three include reviewing guest submissions and applications, posting and engaging in the Gold Digger podcast Instagram feed and Facebook group, and working with our ad agency to ensure the show is monetized to its fullest potential. So I want to kind of give you examples as we walk through this, because when you think about your big three... A lot of times we think about the things we need to get done instead of the things that make the biggest impact. And the big three isn't just your like priority list in terms of your to-dos. It's actually your priority list in terms of what is actually moving you forward. Because I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs and just as human beings, we spend most of our time on things that aren't actually trackable to see results. Like we sit there in our inbox and respond to a hundred emails, but did any of those actually get us anywhere or like make us true progress? So when you can identify and start your day with your top three, you're going to be so much more likely to not just be productive, but to be productive in the areas that will get you the biggest results. The second order of business is that you frankly have too many tabs open. And I'm laughing as I'm recording this because I have about 20 tabs open. But once you get in the practice of determining your big three for the day, you'll be better prepared to work through your most important things on your to-do list without bouncing around, like opening a million tabs in your brain and never finishing any of them. Sometimes one or all of the tasks on your big three list might be too big to think about as a whole, and it can leave you scrambling to find your starting point. So I would encourage you to break them down. Add bullet points beneath each big three item, breaking down the individual tasks or steps that you need to take in order to complete each category. So for example, if Kylie has write show notes on her big three list, she can break it down like this. She can reasonably write two episodes worth of show notes in the morning. So she picks the two episodes she'll work on. Now, each episode requires her to listen to the show, pick the three major takeaways from that show, draft the blog post, embed the graphics from our designer, 
put in the episode player, confirm the ads and link them in the blog, and then schedule the Facebook post to the business page and the Gold Digger Podcast Insiders group. So you can see there's like a long laundry list for her to cross off that item on her big three. But when all of those breakdown tasks are done, she's finished with one of her big three for the day. Seeing the steps to complete a project listed out can make it easier to focus on what needs to be done. And it can motivate you to work on it until it's complete instead of just bouncing around from one task to another. When you can structure your day around your big three, you know that even if nothing else gets done, you've accomplished three major tasks that have a direct effect on the growth and the success of your business. And trust me when I say that's a really great feeling. Like if you're finishing your days and you're like, I just worked my butt off, but I have no idea what I actually got done. Like if somebody were to ask me, what did you get done today? And you have no idea. Chances are you're not following a big three structure. You're not actually writing out the things that are going to make you progress. And all of these concepts are part of my larger batch working strategy, which I dive into fully in episode 207. If my big three includes recording for Gold Digger like it does today, I'm not just sitting down and recording one episode. I'm recording four, five, six or more at a time so that the task of recording is complete for the next few weeks. Batch working frees up brain space to create with intention and to do my best work. For an entire episode on my favorite productivity hack, go listen to episode 207 titled How to Batch Work and Save Yourself Hours. This is going to absolutely change the way that you approach your work and it's going to make you so much more productive because you can sit down, focus on one task at hand, batch things out so that you can stay in that headspace, close that chapter, open up the next one and finish that task all the way to completion. It it feels so good to end your day and be like, here's exactly what I got done today and here's exactly what I'm gonna do tomorrow. And the way that we structure things in my business allows us all to do just that. Now let's talk about distractions, okay? Because the concept of the big three sounds great, right? But you're still gonna fall victim to the inevitable distractions around you. I just did a quick survey on the Gold Digger Podcast Instagram stories and no matter where you worked, distractions were the number one struggle during your workday from chatty coworkers to nagging email inbox and those super enticing apps vying for your attention on your phone. They're just a few of the distractions that you're facing every single day, but we can tackle all of them with two rules, create before you consume and set boundaries. Now, let me be totally frank with you. This has been a huge challenge for me in this season. I mean, becoming a mom in and of itself has been just different, but figuring out what work looks like as I'm balancing nursing and, and working from home with the baby and Drew's here and the dogs are barking and, and I've got all these things begging for my attention. I mean, I'm looking at my clock right now. It's 2.30 and I'm finally sitting down to work. I don't have the leisure of starting at 8 a.m. and finishing at 5 p.m. without distractions. Distractions are real and they are going to happen, but we have to kind of create some sort of boundaries in our life with the things that we can control so that when those things that we can't control happen, we're not totally derailed. So when you're in your most productive and creative and focused flow state hours in the morning, make a rule that you will create before you consume. Be intentional with that time. You are here to create big, important things, not to wake up and scroll your Instagram feed and be weighed down by the comparison fatigue. Like that's not what you're created for. 
So I've had to restructure my days. And before I do anything work-related, I create with my big three top of mind. If you think this sounds great in theory, but you're not actually sure how to stick to it, you can set limits and boundaries with things like your phone so it can send you warnings when you've hit your time limit right inside of the apps like Facebook and Instagram. Maybe your distractions are more in the form of other people demanding your time on their schedule. Those notifications on your phone and the constant ding of your email inbox, they can quickly pull you away from your work and all of a sudden that flow state you were in can be totally gone. I am very deeply passionate about setting boundaries and not making myself available 24-7. You've heard me talk about this before. I rarely give out my phone number. We use Slack to communicate on my team and we snooze our notifications or put up away when we need to focus or when we're not by our computer. I do not voice text or text my team on their phones unless I ask permission to, knowing that they're online and working. We have set boundaries and it's so important as a leader to walk the walk and not just talk the talk. One of the most important things I've done is set boundaries for contacting me. And it might sound scary, but I actually deleted email from my phone. Like I don't receive emails on my phone and it's because my email inbox can be one of the biggest distractions to actually getting stuff done in my business. So let's dig a little bit deeper into that one, because I feel like email is the number one excuse of why we're not productive, right? Let's talk about your inbox. Your email inbox is not your to-do list. I repeat, your email inbox is not your to-do list. You've probably heard this before, and yet it's still easy to pop open that inbox first thing in the AM and attempt to achieve the elusive inbox zero, but This is one time suck that I want for you to put an end to so that you can focus on the more important tasks in your business. I don't even think about opening my email inbox until my big three for the day are finished. And when I do open email, it's just once or twice a day to take care of important responses. In fact, I just went through a week where I only checked my email maybe once or twice in the entire week and told my team, I need for you to take care of this and communicate that I'm not going to be in the inbox because I need to focus on this launch at hand. And so you have to take control of your inbox. Make sure people are getting heard and responded to. But at the same point too, your email inbox is not your to-do list. It's possible for me to do all of this because of the other systems of communication I have in place that are simply more efficient and effective than managing my business through email. So my team utilizes Slack to communicate throughout the day. We have Google Docs upon Google Docs that organize our content calendar, our podcast advertisers, our assets for the website, our blog schedule, and more. So instead of emailing and asking for an update on an item, anyone on the team can log in and look for themselves and know where we're at. Still, there are some things that come through email like new brand approvals from our ad agency or inquiries from companies who want to work with me on sponsored content. And I have a team member who only manages the inbox. So it cuts down a ton of time for me weeding through the most important emails that require a timely response. You guys, we get over 400 emails every single day. Day. Like I'm not talking like sales promotions from J Crew. We get 400 emails a day, and I have to have somebody to help go through that. I probably only read about 10 to 20 emails a day, and so maybe you're thinking, well, that sounds great, but maybe a team member or a virtual assistant isn't a feasible solution for you. Here's what I would do instead: 
set up autoresponders super intentionally with answers to the most commonly asked questions that land in your inbox. If you emailed me during my maternity leave, you likely saw the autoresponder with answers to sponsorship questions, a link to my media kit, a direct email address to customer support for my courses, a way to get in touch with our podcast team, and more. My team also has canned responses in Gmail with pre-written messages that are templates that address our most common questions. So when you move as much as communication as possible out of your inbox and set up things like autoresponders and canned responses for common messages, it can create almost like a funnel that only lets through the most important emails needing your direct and timely response. And if you take the time to set up awesome autoresponders and different templates that you're using, when you are ready to hire a team or to get a virtual assistant or someone to help you, you have an exact system that you can just hand over. This will result in less time in your inbox because there's simply less to handle. It's like a smart way to work. You don't have to work harder. You have to work smarter. Finally, just remember that you do not have to be reachable all the time. And so if deleting the email app from your phone is just too scary, turn off your notifications. If you're frequently pulled back into your email when you hear that telltale ding, turn it off. Log in, log out, like literally sign out if you're apt to just click back and forth to see if there's a new email. And I feel like email is the number one productivity sucker because a lot of times it makes us feel like we're making progress, but really it's just sucking up our time and creating a longer to-do list. No one ever told you that running a business meant you suddenly had to fill a million roles from being a masterful email template writer to a photo editor, a graphic designer to a social media strategist, not to mention actually working with paying clients. Yeah, nobody told me that either, which is why last year I decided to pull all the tools, templates, and strategies and put them into one place where you can get your hands on them. That's right, from pricing guides that you can customize to email templates, media kits to social media strategies, even editing presets, you can get all of the things that I've created for my own business and use it in yours. And you can save yourself 20% off your first digital purchase using the code GOLDDIGGER. Head to shopjennacutcher.com to make this entrepreneur life just a little bit easier. That is shopjennacutcher.com. And don't forget the code gold digger is going to save you 20% off your first digital purchase. When was the last time you got a new comforter for your bed? I'm telling you, if it's been a while since you've awkwardly shoved that thing back into the duvet cover, you're probably not sleeping with the softest, fluffiest comforter ever. Drew and I tried out the Buffy Cloud Comforter to see if this thing could walk the walk and not just talk the big talk. And I am here to say this magical, ultra-breathable eucalyptus fabric it's truly softer than cotton. It's hypoallergenic and the high thread count keeps out dust, mold, and mites. I mean, I never want to think about those things showing up in my bed. Ew. It's not down, and that's a good thing because Buffy transforms 100% recycled water bottles into fluffy fill that's cozy, and it keeps 50 water bottles out of landfills and oceans. In just one year, Buffy reuses 6 million water bottles. Now, Buffy makes bedding that's super comfy and super sustainable, but none of that matters unless you love it. You can try it for free with a 30-day complimentary trial in your own bed, and if it's not for you, you can return it for free. For $20 off your Buffy comforter, visit Buffy.co and enter the promo code GOLDDIGGER. That's Buffy.co, promo code GOLDDIGGER for $20 off. The next piece of this is a fun one. Create your workspace. Let's talk about our workspaces. 
In the words of Marie Kondo, does it spark joy? When you look at your desk or your cubicle or the kitchen table or your couch, is that setup helping you to stay focused and do your best work? Here are a few ways to improve your workspace and spark just a little more joy and focus and motivation while you're at work. First off, if you're working in an office cubicle, you might have less control over your zone, but there are still some things you can do to create a space that motivates and inspires you. You can have pictures of your family, a small plant in the corner, and your ergonomically correct computer chair. Those are common things that you can do, but you can go beyond that. Pick up a happy light to simulate natural daylight in a dark office environment, or even to battle against those harsh, awful fluorescent lights buzzing above you. And if you're able to pop in some headphones, build a playlist of instrumental music to provide the soundtrack to your workday. Search on your favorite music streaming service for things like instrumental movie soundtracks or instrumental acoustic. I have been loving on Spotify. I've just been listening to old hymns, like church hymns. And man, it is such a good background for me to get work done. And all of these things will bring up tons of tracks that are calm and undistracting for you. And finally, if you're able, change up your workspace entirely once a week. Reserve the office conference room or set up a workspace in a lesser used corner of the office. Bonus points if the space has a window. Get that natural light any way that you can. Now, if you're like me and you're living the work from home life, you know the benefits largely outweigh the downsides here, but a work from home workspace has so many more distractions and motivation zappers. You're only a few feet from your couch and streaming services at all times. I mean, let's be honest. How can you not get distracted by that? I'll give you a little peek into my workspace and how I stay inspired through my long days that I work. I have a little happy light, just like I recommended if you're working in an office. And it's so important, especially in the Midwest, when we have super dark seasons. I also love running an essential oil diffuser while I work. There's just something so calming about it. A little lavender, a little peppermint, something like that. My desk is always showered in natural light, unless of course the sun has gone down and I usually have a dog or two in my lap or at my feet. My home office dress code is nothing more formal than leggings, so usually t-shirts, sweatpants, leggings, but I do find that I am more productive when I actually get dressed for the day and take even just a few minutes to put some makeup on. Now, while you will typically find me sitting up at my desk tackling my big three, I also give myself permission to dream up big ideas from the bathtub or answer emails with my laptop on my couch. Sometimes I even work in bed if Conley's taking a nap next to me. We actually had created this little office space in our sunroom and we basically discovered that I never ever work in there. Isn't that funny how that happens? And so now we decided we're going to redo that room and put in a day bed and just make it comfortable, like almost like a reading nook, remove the extra desk. And I think I'll find myself in there more. Just having a comfortable space to spread out on and a place to close the doors to get a little more separation from life. I'm super excited to just revamp this little bonus room of our house and to create a space that I know I'll love working in since the whole desk and chair thing wasn't really calling my name anyways. And one thing to remember, if you're an entrepreneur and you are your own boss, you get to make the rules. Sometimes those rules are really flexible, but you also need to enforce those rules in yourself in some areas. If you often move to the couch to write, but 30 minutes in, you're curled up with a blanket, balancing your laptop on your hip and typing with one hand, you're probably not doing your best work. So make a rule for yourself that couch work time is only for email or something that's a little less involved and enforce that rule. No matter where or for whom you're working, 
check in with your body every 30 minutes, like actually do a body scan. Let's try this together right now. Am I sitting with proper posture? Nope, (laughs) I'm not. Are my shoulders tensed up to my ears? Am I clenching my jaw or furrowing my brow? When was the last time I had a drink of water? Am I breathing steadily and breathing deeply through my nose? Check in with your body and discover any areas that you're holding tension and release it. When your focus wanes and you're feeling burnt out, give your body a chance to recenter before getting back to work. Every day I go on a walk, whether it's 10 minutes or 40 minutes. It's so important for me to get outside and get fresh air because a lot of times I think I'm getting more work done when I just sit through and plow through and don't leave my computer screen. But in reality, if you've ever studied productivity, you are so much more productive when you take a break, when you rest your eyes, when you get outside, when you get fresh air, when you move your body. So I know it's tempting to just sit through and and pull a 10-hour day behind your screen, but trust me when I say to honor your body and to listen to it because that's going to make you more productive overall. Now, my hope for you at the end of this episode is that you now have the tools to work on your own routine and to find a productive workflow so that your time is used efficiently and that you're proud of what you've accomplished at the end of the day. Trust me, it's a tug of war. And some days you might be on the losing side, dragging yourself through the mud to cross off just one thing on your list. But when you have a strong structure in place, like identifying your big three and batch working your projects, you're going to find that productive stride in no time. Did this help you guys out? I want to know, head over to Instagram after you're done tackling your big three, of course, and let me know which steps you're going to put into action, which ones you're going to implement after listing. And while you're commenting, let us know what you want to hear next. I love hearing from you. So hop on over at Gold Digger Podcast or at Jenna Kutcher on Instagram. It is such a treat to hear from you. Until next time, Gold Diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And I cannot wait to see what you're going to create because trust me, friend, you're about to be way more productive. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.